There's a story of a traveler that's lost. That's right, the lost traveler. Now the traveler's stumbling through the woods, trying to find his way out, and he stumbles upon an apple tree. He's famished. He has not eaten in several days. He sees this apple tree and thinks, wow, it's odd to find an apple tree in the middle of a forest. It's the only one. And he just says, well, I'm hungry, it doesn't matter. He goes to the apple tree and eats. He leaves. The tree was not happy about this. But the tree thought, well, it's just one person. I'm not gonna say anything about it. <laughs> I'll let him do his thing. The guy leaves. Then, that same week, that same lost traveler comes back with 12 other lost travelers and says, y'all, this is the tree that saved me in my time of need. They all go to the apple tree and they eat the apples. Wah, 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 famished. Now the tree is furious. He says, hey, he comes to the original lost traveler, says, hey, come here, sucker. The tree was from the south side. He says, hey, I don't like people eating my oranges. And last time you were here eating my oranges, I didn't say anything about it. And now you brought 12 other fools up in here eating my oranges. I don't like people eating my oranges. And the, <laughs> the traveler and the other travelers start to laugh and cackle. And he says, oranges? Yeah, I'm an orange tree. He says, nah, brother, <laughs> you an apple tree. The tree kind of gets a little quiet and says, well, I want to be an orange tree. I'm working really hard to, to produce oranges. And the guy says, no, no, man. We know you by the fruit that you bear. That's how we know who you were. That's how we know who you are. We look at what you produce, the fruit that you bear. You produce apples. You are an apple tree. And a lot of us have this intent of producing things, but we don't ever look at what we, what we produce. People who are looking for apples will find you if that is what you produce. If you produce gossip, they will find you when they're looking for gossip. If they're looking for leadership and that's what you produce, they will find you if they're looking for leadership. If you're a singer and someone's looking for a singer or a writer or actor or a poet or a teacher or a designer or a doctor or an administrator, whatever you are, whatever that thing that you are, people that are looking for it will find you because your gift calls out to them. Mm. Today, we're talking about the calling, your calling. Now, too many people, too many of my students, too many people I come in contact with, they will say, well, I just don't know what I'm here to do. I think that there's no real point of my life. I don't know why I'm here. And because I don't know why I'm here, I believe that I'm an accident. I believe that I'm not here on a purpose. They'll believe that other people have purpose. They'll see other people say, yeah, that person has a purpose. That person has a calling. That person has a life assignment, but not me. And it's, it's very curious because if other people have it, why not you? If they are doing what they're supposed to be doing, that means something is undone. And I wonder if that thing that's being undone is supposed to be accomplished by you. Yes, you. Couple things I need you to know. The first thing is you are called. You are called. You are called. Okay. Think about it this way. There's a job opening. You pass by a job opening either on the road, you see it on the billboard, you see it online, you see it in passing, however it is, there's a job opening. Now, there's no name on the job opening. 
Have you ever seen that? I've never seen, I've never seen a name on a job opening. Interesting. But you might pass by that job and say, ooh, that is for me. Or, oh, they're looking for such and such. Oh, that's me. They're looking for a director of this, or they're looking for the finance this, or they're looking for a speaker this. Oh, that that's for me. That job is for me. It's ca They're calling for me. That, that opportunity is for me. Even though your name is not on it, you know that it's for you. That's interesting. There's a job for everyone. There's work for everyone. Let me say it this way, because your job is just what you do for money, but your work has something bigger attached to it. But yeah, there's, there's something for everyone. There's a calling for everyone. Everyone has an assignment. Well, how do you know this? Okay, I'm glad you asked. The motivational side of me says, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. The only reason you are alive is because there's something still left for you to do. That's the, that's the whole point. There's something, there's something more for you to accomplish. If you have time, that means there's still time. Ooh, people keep thinking, this isn't in my notes, but people keep thinking I've run out of time, I've wasted too much time, the time is gone, the time is past. Time keeps on slipping into the future. I mean, <laughs> we think about the time that's gone. Do you remember when we fed? Do you remember the time, right? You're thinking about the time that you've lost, but I'm telling you, if you're listening to this podcast, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose, if you're alive in this time, that means there's still time. Ooh, I wish I could, I could do a whole thing there. I could do a whole speech right there. That's the motivational side of me that says that. The cynical side of me also thinks, well, I look at the, I look at the world and how things are in the culture, things that are going on in the news, across the country, famine, war, political unrest. And I think that things are going wrong and I'll say, they need improvement. I'll say, the cynical side of me says, someone needs to take care of that. That is someone's job. Well, hold on. Even the cynical side of me can see things in the culture and say, boom, some, that is somebody's job. Somebody needs to clean that. Somebody needs to improve that. Somebody needs to fix that. Somebody needs to take care of that. The cynical side of me, the motivational side says, yeah, you've got a call and you were called and you were chosen and you need to know. Right, okay, but even the cynical side of me says, that is, that is somebody's job. Somebody should be doing that. That could be you. Now, there's a job for everyone. There's people are called, I, I know I can see it, I can see it. Maybe you should go encourage those people. You should get a trash bag and clean up that park or that neighborhood, that you should do that. You should open that business. You should start that nonprofit for those children. You, sh you should go teach those kids. You should offer that certain service. You, sh you should go do that. It has your name on it. If you see the need, go be the impact. Well, that sounds familiar. You keep saying, well, what are they gonna do about the youth? You, look at what's happening with the youth. Look at these young kids. What's going to happen with the youth? What are you going to do about the youth? Even the word youth begins with you, but first starts with why. Ooh, wait, I got to slow that down. What are you going to do about it? Too many people waiting on someone else to do something. I hope somebody cleans up this mess. I sure hope someone run. Why don't you run for office? <laughs> Talk about it. Why don't you run for office? Well, no, no. Okay, well then, I don't know what you're talking. You see the need. Why don't you go be the impact? It has your name on it. You are called. 
answer the calling. Now, it's hard to answer the calling when you can't hear. <laughs> Let me get out this booth. Let me, <laughs> y'all don't want me today. Y'all don't want me today. It's hard to answer your calling when you can't hear. Sir, that's discriminatory. That's that's ADA. No, obviously, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about about actually being able to hear your calling. Mm. It's different. It's different. Okay, watch this. You're in your 20s, your 30s, walking around lost and your purpose death. Ooh, you're 20 or you're 30 or however old you are, you're walking around this earth, this planet, but you are purpose deaf. Ooh, you're deaf to your purpose. You can't hear your assignment calling you. The calling is only calling out to you. Your calling is only calling to you. You are called, but you have to also know that your calling, the thing you're supposed to do, it calls out for you and only you. It's not calling no one else out. Now, one reason you can't... <laughs> let, me, let me, I'm getting excited here. I'm getting excited here. The calling is calling out only to you. I'll prove it to you. You would never hear someone shouting out from a distance, Ezekiel! 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 <laughs> Man, I wish somebody... Ezekiel! And you wouldn't go up to and say, Hey, are y'all looking for Tony? I'm Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we calling for Ezekiel. Oh, okay. Uh, and, 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 and does anything for Tony? No, not here. <laughs> Tony! Oh, okay. I hear my I hear my calling over there. Tony! <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to help you understand that your calling is calling out for you with your name on it. And too many people trying to answer calls that have. Okay. I'm about to say it. Too many people are answering calls, trying to answer calls that have nothing for you. And that's why you feel hung up on, wait, because you're trying to answer a call that's not for you and you feel hung up. Uh, that's easy, man. that's easy. But the calling calls out for you specifically by your name. Okay. Your calling is for you. Your calling is calling, but you can't answer a calling you can't hear. Okay, once you read, once you, there's a reason, there's a reason for this. One reason you can't hear your calling is because of your distractions. You say, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, because you've, you've got too many distractions. You, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I can't hear my calling. You're saying that the calling is calling me out by name. It's calling me specifically by my name. Call me by your, right? It's calling you by your name, okay? But you can't hear it. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing. Why? Because you've got too many distractions. You've got too much junk. You've got too much junk on the news that you're ingesting, junk on the radio, junk in the relationships. You've got the clutter of the culture that you're past your capacity. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, we can't, we can't, come, hey, <laughs> you've got too much junk, you've got too much clutter from the culture that you're past your capacity. You don't even have room for your calling because of all the clutter you've, woo, come on. You've got too much junk, you've got too much clutter. You're a hoarder of things that don't matter. Ooh, what? Is that too much? <laughs> okay. 
Maybe if you declutter, you'll hear your calling. Maybe if you get rid of, maybe if you stop spending all that time with that, or all that time doing this, or all that time with those people that have nothing to do with your calling, come on, then you'd be able to hear your calling because now you've removed a lot of the clutter and the chaos, and now you have the capacity for your calling. What? Okay, if it's not your distractions, it's your decisions. If it's not your distractions, it is your decisions. You're, you make decisions that keep your distance. Ooh. You make decisions that keep distance between you and your calling. Every little bad decision, every time you keep going down, the, you, get, you get involved in some drama. You get involved in this negativity. You get involved, and those are decisions that you make, come on, they're decisions that you make that now put distance between you and your calling. You can't hear it because there's too much distance. You should have, you should have kept that person's. Y'all come here, come here. I can say this to you. Turn the volume up. You should have kept that person's number blocked. You should have kept that person's number blocked. You should have kept that person's number blocked, but you just had to go and see if they'd answer. And now they're back up in your life, stirring up, stirring up drama, causing more clutter, pushing you away from your calling, causing more distance. They're either being a they're either causing you distance by your decisions or they're being a distraction. But either way, now you can't because of their because they're consuming your time. They're consuming your capacity. You now have no room to hear your calling. You just had to give into that vice or that addiction or that anxiety. You just you just could not say no. And your decisions are putting distance between you and your calling. How do I know? Because you're going the wrong way. You're going further and further from your calling. Your call is not at the bottom of that bottle or in that fast food drive-thru. <laughs> Wait, who wrote this? Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Your call is not at the bottom of that bottle or in that fast food drive-thru window. <laughs> Your calling is not trolling down that person's social media hoping they remember you or they mentioned you. You're going the wrong way. It's not there. The decisions you're taking, the decisions you're making are taking you somewhere different than you're just, mm. I can slow that down. The decisions you're making are taking you a different direction than your destiny. And every bad decision can put more distance between you and your calling. You are called. You are called. First, you have to, you have to accept that. If, you, if I can't do anything with you, if you can't accept that, yes, I am called, okay. Well, then now you'll start making room for it because you're out of capacity or you'll start getting closer to it because you realize I've been too far away. I'm, by the decisions that I'm making, they're, they're taking me the wrong direction. I know that my calling is not this way. I know my calling is not at that. You see, does that make sense? I, kn I know that the reason I'm born is not this way. Okay, well then turn around. Leave some of those people. Leave some of those habits. Change that mindset. Turn around. <laughs> let's play a game. I played this. I played this. Let's 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 play this game here. There's a game. It's a simple game. I'll hold up an item and I'll tell you what it is, and you tell me what you call it. Okay? I'm gonna hold up an item and I'm gonna tell you what it is, but I want you to tell me what it's called. Now, because we're in podcast sport mode. I'm gonna tell you how this game went with my students when we played the game. I held up a chair and I said, this is a table. 
They said, no, mm-mm, no, no, it's not. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, it's not. It's, it's still a chair. I said, no, no, this is a table. They said, no, sir, it's a chair. I said, no, no, I can, it's, it's, it's definitely, they said, no, no, it's, it's not a table, it's a chair. I said, okay, well, let's, let's, let's play, you're, you're 0 for 1, let's play another, let's play another round. I held up a spoon, and I said, this is a pineapple. They said, no, mm-mm, not a, <laughs> it's not a pineapple, that's definitely a spoon. I said, are you sure? They said, yes, sir, that is a spoon. I said, no, no, this is a pineapple. They said, no, no, it's not. I said, okay, you're 0 for 2. Let's try it again. Picked up a watch. The watch is ticking. I said, this is a textbook. They said, no, no, it's not. I said, this is a textbook. They said, no, sir, that is a watch. I said, this is a textbook. They said, no, no, it's a watch. I said, it's a textbook. No, it's a watch. I said, okay, but but it's a textbook, though. No, sir, it's a watch. I said, but y'all, look at it. It's a textbook. No, it's not a textbook. They get start getting angry. I said, it's a textbook. I'm, I'm really trying to convince them. This is a textbook. No, it's not. Stop. Sir, stop. It's a watch. I said, okay, well then, what do you call it? What do you call it? Think about your own life. I, people have called it. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to convince you it's this thing, but, but you now know that it's not. Why is that? I said, so then why is it that when you tell yourself that you're ugly, you try to tell yourself that you're stupid, you try to tell yourself that you're worthless, when you know that you are not? You know that you're not, but you call yourself pointless and uh, no value and I'm trash. And that, that's what other people have tried to call you. Other people try to convince you of this, but you know that you were not. No matter how many times I tried to convince you this spoon was a textbook, you knew that it was not. Now, why can't you do the same thing for yourself? Mm. Why can't you do the same thing in your own life about you? What do you call it? Maybe we're calling it the wrong thing because that's not what it is. I, I'm trying to tell you it's a textbook, but you know that it's a spoon. What about you? What, did, what, what is it called? Your setbacks, your struggle, your divorce, your season of unhappiness, your decade of depression and loneliness. What do you call it? Maybe that's what you call it, but maybe that's not what it's called. Ooh, mm, ooh, oh, that's, <laughs> maybe that's not what it is. Les Brown says, don't call it a bad day, call it a character building day. Stop calling it trauma when it was used to help you triumph. What? <laughs> and I'm not saying that it wasn't difficult, but it brought you through. Oh, oh, you've been calling it an obstacle, but it was actually an opportunity. You call it stuck when it was only seasonal. You call your disorder your, your identity. Wait, let me. Let me. <laughs> you call your disorder your identity, but your dysfunction is not your detriment if it can still get you to your destiny. Did you hear what I just said? You're calling your disorder your identity. But your, but your dysfunction doesn't have to lead to your detriment if you can still get to your destiny. Too many people say, well, this is who I am. No, that's not who you are. You're calling it wrong. You're calling it wrong. Well, this is, this is who I am because, because this is, I, I, it, it's a weird thing to have, and I spoke about this on YouTube. I said, it's a weird thing to struggle with something and then say that it's your identity. You struggle with alcoholism, but that doesn't have to make you an alcoholic. Come on. You struggle with this thing, but that doesn't make you an addict. It's something you're wrestling with. You struggle with anxiety, but then you say, I am anxious, I am depressed, I am. Now it's your identity? How does your dysfunction become your identity? 
How does your disability, I mean, how does, how do these things, and you're saying the disorder or whatever that is, but it does not have to be your identity. It's just something you're wrestling with if it can still, if you can still get to your, your destiny. Man, that's, that's, that, my power level is on 35,000 right now. <laughs> Stop. Okay. When in the, in the YouTube video, real fast, I was talking about two wrestlers. The wrestler comes out and says, oh, I'm gonna beat you, I'm gonna tear you limb from limb. The other wrestler says, oh, you better bring it because I've got something for you, brother. Okay, they wrestle with each other. In wrestling, WWE, AEW, they, they, they wrestle with each other. That's the point. That's the point of the match, to wrestle with each other, to see who will come out on top, who will be victorious, who is supreme, who is superior. That's the point of the match. Now, the wrestlers never say, I am you. Huh? You've never heard The Rock come out, and if he's battling The Undertaker, who just retired not too long ago, or about whoever, the wrestler never says, I am you. And the other wrestler says, I am you. No, you're, we're not each other. We just wrestle with each other. You cannot be the thing you wrestle with. It's just something you wrestle with. <laughs> Stop saying you are your affliction. You are your addiction. That, uh, that <laughs> it does not have to be your identity. It's just something you wrestle with. Okay. <laughs> and maybe that's one of the reasons you haven't been able to get to your calling is because you're still wrestling with that thing, but then that becomes your identity. And that is just baffling to me. It is baffling to me because you're calling it the wrong thing. This whole episode is about the calling. That's where I'm going with this is that you're calling it the wrong thing. It's something you wrestle with. It's not your identity. <laughs> We're calling it the wrong thing. What do you call it? You say it's punishment, but it's the process. You say it's inconvenient, but it's construction. You say it's a roadblock, but it's a detour. You say it's the wrong way, but maybe it's the long way, and that's the only way to get you to your destiny. Mm. <laughs> You're calling it the wrong thing. <laughs> you needed to be released to be unleashed. Ooh, what? <laughs> you needed to be fired to get you fired up. You needed it, and now you gotta call it the right thing. You gotta call it the right thing. Okay. What do you call yourself? I said earlier, you've been calling yourself the wrong thing. You've been calling yourself the wrong thing. I'm, I'm just so stupid. I'm, I'm just ugly. I'm through. I'm pointless. That's what, who's, who's convinced you to call yourself the wrong thing? That's not who you are, but that's what you've been calling it. And, and hold up, hold up, hold up. If your calling is calling you by name and you have these distractions that make it hard for you to hear, but if you remove the distractions and there's distance, and, and there's also distance, but you get rid of the distance. If the calling is calling you by name, what if you don't recognize your name? <laughs> what the calling is calling you by your name, but you've been calling yourself something else for too long, you don't even recognize your own name. You'll say, well, sir, I do know my name. Do you? Be, let's be very literal here. Do you know your name? 
Do you know your own name? Yes, it's on my ID. Yes, I, I know it. When I sign, sign up for tests, I write that there. I know my, no, no. Do you know, do you, do you know your own name? Because if you did, then what do you call yourself? And I bet you've told yourself, you called yourself some really messed up names. You've given yourself some messed up nicknames over the years. You're used to calling you worthless more than you called yourself worthy. Ooh. You rarely call yourself by your actual name. Think about it. In real life, we've, we, we rarely call ourselves by our own name. It's very rare that you'll say James or Nick or David or whatever your whatever your name. I mean, you, you, you're Lisa. Right? I'm trying to think of my listeners here. You rarely call yourself by your own name. It's more likely that you'll call yourself stupid, guys. Stupid, dumb. It's more likely that you'll do that, right? That's in real life. You rarely call yourself by your actual name, but I'm willing to bet you said some negative things. But if you're used to that. No wonder it's hard to hear your calling because you don't recognize that name. You are chosen. No, that's not me. You are loved. No, no, I'm not. You are royalty. No, no, because see, my mom, see what they, they didn't treat me when I was when I was growing. No, you are the head and not the tail. No, no, I'm not, because I'm always, I'm always. Uh, you are worthy. No, that's not me. That's, I'm not, I'm not. You are appreciated. No, not me, because see, you don't know what I've done with my past. And, and uh, you are respected. No, because see, at work, they don't give me the validation that I, you are anointed. No, because see, when happened, see, when my, my, See on my mama, dad, my daddy's side, cause see they they let me, they said that it was an accident, and then we see I said, you, what do you call you? What do you call yourself? And you've been calling yourself the wrong things, saying the wrong things about yourself, saying the messed up things about how you messed up and about your mess, and that's not your message. And you and now you don't even know your own name when your calling is calling you by name. You can't even answer it because you don't even know your own name. Calling keeps on calling you by name. It calls you by your name. And it's going to be hard to hear what you're supposed to do with your life. The purpose of your purpose. It's going to be hard for you to know why you even exist because of your decisions, because of your distance, but also because you've been calling it the wrong thing. Maybe you went through some messed up things, but it was a part of the process. It was a good thing because it got you to something better. Okay, maybe the divorce, whatever this thing that you're going through, it sucks, but maybe it's actually a door. Ooh, you called it divorce, but maybe it's a door. Hey, that was a door that helped that on the other side of that door was some blessing. But the only way I could get to that door is through the divorce. Do you, does this make sense? Well, I was let go. Mm, okay, you were, were you let go or were you set free? Well, sir, I was, I was bullied. Were you bullied or were you strengthened? Or were you humbled? Maybe if you, never went, maybe if you never went through that bullying, you would have never been humbled. And because you were now humbled, you now see a way to help other people. What do you call it? What do you call it? You've got it. We've got it. We started. We got to start calling it something different, something better for what it really is, not what you think it is, not what they try to convince you it is. Your calling keeps on calling. Next week we're gonna have to continue this discussion because I'm just I'm just at the iceberg right now. I'm just I'm just at the tip of the iceberg right now. I'm just there. 
Thank you all for listening. I want to say a huge happy birthday to my mom. Happy birthday today, mom. I love you. I honor you. I thank you. I literally would not be here without you. And I'm not talking about birth. I'm talking about my rebirth. Ooh, I love you, mom. Thank you for being there when no one else was. It was just you and I in that pandemic. <laughs> becoming becoming mother and son, best friend combination thing. And I, I just, I want to say I love you. I, wanna, I just want to say I love you. I had this whole thing, but at the end of the day, thank you for being a true example of what it means to be a kingdom woman. I love you. I'll talk to you all next week. Ask yourself, what's my calling? Remove some of that clutter. Remove some of that distance. That way you have the capacity for your calling.